0: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
2: Blackout. Let's go. First episode, man. Hey, yeah, man. They want us to talk crazy. They missed the energy. We need Shook, Shotty, Pineapple, Smoothie King, all that in one. So sure. um, I'm, I'm happy to be doing this, man, for real.
3: Thank you, brother. First episode, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there.
2: Another... Shout out to the side pieces who figured out today you're a side piece. <laughs> another- he <laughs> has to work. <laughs> he has to go study the market. Uh-uh. You know, another- diversification, China's falling apart. He'll get to you tomorrow. Another excuse to spend money. Um, uh,
3: man. America gonna get you one way or another. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, sorry for everybody that was expecting the episode last week, but like I said, we just had that... Put some some seasoning on, on on the mail before we can actually dish it out, and it was Xander's birthday. Happy belated yeah.
2: to Xander! Thank oh you, God. Talk to my baby
3: for sure. So um, yeah, we're gonna get into it, man. Blackout. This is the this is everything that we can't say on Monday, right? Like this this yeah. is the free range to just go crazy. That's how we call it, blackout. You know, me and. Ian, We've had a history of, um, yeah, having, mm. so some, uh, some radical some moments. Um, moments, some radical moments. So yeah. Mark and Mondays, you know, Troy's always the the calm, responsible, you know, teacher in the situation. <laughs> but, uh, sometimes you need to just let the referee go and, um, a little alley ball, real quick. Full fledged uh, WrestleMania, so yeah. that's what this is going to be. Shout out to Troy, executive producer. Shout out to Mike, executive producer. Yeah, um, the band has not broken up, but um, you know yes. wanted to just have they wanted people. to
2: break up so bad. I don't know that's
3: why. A fact. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> Only made us closer. Quit. That is a fact, man. So we got Only the master.
2: We got the master
3: investor. We got myself. Um, this is going to be a new show. We're gonna have every. Wednesday, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time It's going to be live and uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, different topics that's on our mind and um, we're going to we're going to get into it. So uh disclaimer, this is for entertainment purposes only. Only. <laughs> um, so keep that in mind. <laughs> and um, if you make some money, make sure to cash
2: out. Absolutely. Send it. Send it. Please send it in. if you want to get rich join stock club maybe we can put a link up and and, you know get back to the affiliate play they hate that oh god (laughs) the grift has
3: begun the e-commerce scam oh (laughs) man the grift the the great grifter um okay so let's get into this i'm not gonna waste any time first topic what is the worst what's the dumbest financial purchase decision that you've made in the last five years
2: um, anything i spent on any of my exes shout out to y'all I love y'all dearly thank you for all the time that we spent together the love that we share I love you dearly thank you for allowing me to be a better man let me put my cape on but um Todd shot Todd billionaire I think he has a, a post I saw last year and he was like if you uh added up all the money that you spent on women that have not become your wife if you invested it into the market or business how much more money would you have and I was like damn and I like to have a good time. Shout out to my babies. I love y'all. Loved y'all at one point. But i go back and calculate. I'll probably reinvest that capital different um, if I can go back. So that's my dumbest. And I'm not doing it no more. And the next time I get to buy bags and go on a vacation, I'll be married. I was married now.
3: Oh, uh, so. you're, not, you're not taking somebody on a vacation unless you're
2: married? For- let's break the internet no <laughs> no fly yourself out invest in yourself investing yourself <laughs> no vacation i went on a world tour inside of the world tour so i don't want to hit it oh well he's jaded i'm not jaded i've been traveling around before y'all knew me i'm just saying i don't think everybody should be able to have access to come everywhere. This is my thoughts right now. I've been changing.
3: So investing yourself. Talk about that. Cause that was something that you put up a while ago and it
2: it, it got a lot of people. Why did they get so mad about that?
3: What does that mean? So that means that the young lady, it's a presence, it's a presence to be in your presence. Right. And um, the young lady, (laughs) the the young lady um, should invest in herself as far as paying for her way um, in any way in the world that you're at, because um, she's going to benefit 10 times from the information, the knowledge, the relationships, the you know
2: access. access, shout out to those of you who be trying to like date for clout and shit. That ain't happening. Um, <laughs> shout out to everybody in the Bronx from the Bronx, love you. Um, <laughs> but my thing is like if you can't afford a flight to get to me, should I be flying you out? I'm more than capable of doing so. So, but I want to see if you'll put some skin into the game. Or are you we can have a the conversation there's some women who try and date us just for the clout and access and because we like you may think that we're gullible i'm not i'm zulu at heart so i'm not i'm not getting finessed like there is no female bernie made off um, around play. me right so yeah. my thing is if i'm in playa cabo uh what was the bd's wedding at uh lake lake como lake como Port, portofino. we go all around the world if you can't apply afford to fly yourself to meet me and i'm gonna take care of everything before doing and after and if you fly yourself out i, I would have given you the money back but i want to see if you're going to invest into yourself first and i think um just like women have a standard don't call me sassy for it i don't want to hear that shit um, <laughs> because we can go right back. To, well, my place is a vibe, you know what I mean? <laughs> and be done. <laughs> so I want to see if you will invest in yourself and if you want, um, to put some skin in the game or, or are you just here for a good time and a good moment? So you know, I think I mean, in 2024, everybody got to have higher requirements.
3: You know, I never heard of it I never heard of it like that before as far as investing yourself. Um, uh, but that's a smooth way to put it. That's a smooth way. You thought about that yourself. You came up with that yourself.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what. A girl's like, Flabby, I'm like, no, nah, invest in yourself.
3: Invest <laughs> in yourself.
2: <laughs> come see me. <laughs> That's come hard. On. That's Yeah. Hard. Like, come hard. on. That's Listen, I really y'all, y'all don't see me. Relationships, I'll do five, six vacations on accident. So they don't get in them comments like, well, it's because of your broke boy. That It ain't that. I've been going on vacation a long time. But sometimes, um, and we're in a very interesting position for black men where people can kind of guesstimate what we may have going on or what we may have, and sometimes people think that we're a target mm-hmm. or that they can get away with certain things like everything must be earned now if you're amazing, you're bringing peace to my life, you're pouring into me, I'm pouring into you relationship, we're going well, we have peace. I'm bringing you peace of course Well, I you know uh in a relationship. Investing things into you, sure, but on the initial meetup, nah, I'm cool.
3: So, this is your way of kind of like a test in a sense to see if somebody's really in it to get to know you or if they're in it just for a free ride. Yeah. They,
2: they think I'm food out here, I'm the wolf, the uh-uh. wolf, of Wall Street. Yeah, like, come on. Well, not in that way, but <laughs> in, in the other arena, it's like, yo, if you can't afford five, 600 and when you land, I'll probably give you the cash anyway, or you, you saw me get flip $1,100 to take his hat off. Mm. Chop the bud, chop the flip, like, but put some, and I think too often as men, we don't require, I've talked to my homegirl, Foxy, about this. Sometimes we don't require women to have anything other than a good vibe and good look. And is it worth that for an empire that i built? I don't think so. Take good care. Of, even that comment. Well, if he can't afford to invest into me and he got a kid, he managing his money wrong. I pay my child support two years in advance. Kid account, six figures, college already paid for. What are we talking about? I wanted a few black men to do the shit that I'm doing. Can you so if you're going to get a $600 ticket, you don't, you don't need me on top of you. No way. Can you
3: trust somebody that doesn't take care of their kids?
2: Uh, they'll kill me. I don't trust no man on earth that does not take care of the children. Not one. I'm good. You cannot be in my circle. We can't you can't be friends of my friends. Can I do it? I'm scared. You'll blow my head off if you won't take care. Cuz if you won't take care of your kids, you hate you. You will kill me. No. I'm good. I'm I'm quick that. How the kids doing? <laughs> if I hear I don't know. Or right, fellas, I know sometimes we'd be like, you know, the baby mama tripping. A lot of times they'd be tripping because of the shit that we do, including me. When I used to piss Melissa off all the time, part of it was me. I don't want to hear that. But through thick and thin, if you made the baby, you still got to take care of it. You still got to provide. Um, even when I talked to my dad, he like, I don't want to hear none of that. I went through the same thing you went through. Cool. Great. Show up, take care of your kids no matter what. Because if you made them and that child and acts to be here, you have to be there for them. No matter what. So, yeah, if a person doesn't take care of their child, or don't have a good relationship with their kid, mm -mm. that's a no-go for me.
3: No glizzy. No glizzy. You know, what's crazy is the worst, you know, the worst financial mistake, I'm going to give you some game. This is some game that people can actually learn from. That's the thing about this show. We're going to mix some game in here, too. Um, Most of the time, you would think that a bad financial mistake would be buying jewelry or spending money on clothes or vacation, or like you said, even, you know, spending money on, on women. Um, my financial, my worst financial mistake was buying a home.
2: And this Ooh, is, tell us more. This is something that you don't, not get, the real estate play over Caesar made you mad or what happened? <laughs>
3: <laughs> ponzi Ponzi. Nah, I didn't ponzi, get, ponzi. <laughs> allegedly I didn't get caught in that. I did not get caught in that. But, um, so, you know, it's one of these things where a lot of times in life, um, you think is a good idea is actually a terrible idea. Yeah. But you don't fully realize that until you're actually in it. So, um, uh, you know, buying a home, I, I purchased a plot of land, right? And the idea is like, all right, you know, you could buy, you could build a home from scratch, and that way, there's no energy in it. Um, you get to design it how you want to design it. Yeah. Everybody, it's like it's like the dream, right, to actually be able to build your own home
2: from scratch. Yeah.
3: Well, just so happened that I purchased a, a home from a con artist. So. Um, it didn't tell me a variety of different things when I purchased a home that I didn't know about, but long story short, one of the things was that there's a, um, there was supposed to be a huge water basin. Okay. In my my backyard. If anybody doesn't know what a water basin and a water basin is like an area that that gets flooded or has a lot of like rain or something like that, then they have to build a system in place to funnel the rain. So it doesn't actually flood properties. And, um, it's like a man-made river. It's like a man-made river of sorts. And then it actually ends at one point and, and that's like a, a catch basin where it actually catches the water. So my property was the catch basin. It was a, it was the end of the, the riverway for the street, and um, it's like a huge canal in my backyard, right? So Damn. obviously that that's going crazy. So then I you know, so I had to get a lawyer involved and go back and forth with his lawyer, and in the process, of actually firing the guy. But now I gotta move the water basin underground. Right. So now I'm I'm learning all this stuff. It's actually an education process. I didn't know anything about this, but you have a underground, you can have an underground water base. It's like a huge, a huge tank that you put underground. Right. But now I have to actually get a civil engineer. If anybody knows a good civil engineer, let me know. I need a civil engineer because now I have to, um, my property is also not level. So I have to grade the property. I have to like flatten it out. Um, which isn't as easy as you would think. Cause you gotta actually find a civil engineer that can actually draw up a blueprint to actually grade the property. Then they gotta put the water basin underground. Then you actually have when you put a water base on your property, you have to have a system in place to actually like kind of surround the property, right? Um, so, so you it, gotta know. Yeah, basically
2: you're gonna put some alligators in there?
3: Maybe. It may be. Maybe, maybe at this point. Um, so man, this is a whole thing, two years. Almost two years, right? I only have the foundation. So I wasted money, a lot of money, because I'm still paying taxes every single month, right? Um, my mm-hmm. loan expired already. Then I had to renew the loan. Then I got to renew the loan again. I'm paying a penalty because the loan is already expired, my construction loan. So I got to, I'm paying a penalty every month on that. Yeah. I have to pay a lawyer. So I have a lawyer fee that I'm paying. Um, I have a consultant, an engineer, so I had to pay him. When I do get the civil engineer, I'm going to have to pay for the civil engineer's work. Then I'm going to have to actually pay for the water basin, which is at least a couple hundred thousand dollars. Then I'm going to have to Man, pay the, to collect some water. Well, it's a whole system and it's underground. Um, so it's like a huge like tank. Um, then I'm going to have to pay to, to grade the property. That'll probably be a couple hundred thousand dollars. Long story short, looking back on that.
2: That's the- test tickets going to sell tonight. <laughs> Facts.
3: <laughs> looking back on this for anybody my this is my advice for anybody never build a home it's much easier to just buy a home that's already built and just do renovations to that house um mm. that would be my advice that's that's a gem that you can use that you can learn from my, my previous experience buy a home that's already built and do renovations as opposed to Building a home from scratch. And then these con these contractors are all con artists. You can't trust them. You can't all- say all, but ma- a
2: great majority.
3: A great majority. They yeah. all they're trying to get they're trying to do the, the cheapest work possible to make as much money as possible. It's a whole thing. So uh unless you have time to really like dedicate and you have a lot of information, it's not, it's not something that I, I advise at all. So that's some information for you out there if you're interested.
2: Do you think um, having a busy schedule running the media empire played a factor in you not being a check upon them as much as you should have? Or like if someone's thinking of buying a home and they don't want to follow the advice, what checklist would you put in place to make sure? Well, the first first thing you
3: got to do is get a good attorney. Um, thorough, thorough at closing, like your closing attorney. Right. Because that was the thing with my situation. It was never, none of this stuff was ever in any document that I signed, but it was with the town, mm. but who's going to go to the town to check something? Like you just get the documents, you get like 50 pages of documents. Yeah, you don't know. You're going, you know, so the guy was a real slickster and he hit it and you know, he was like, well, it was with the town. It's up to you to do your due diligence to go to the town to get the blueprint from the town. Like I said, nobody's going to do that. So the first thing to do is, um, don't trust anybody, get a, get a thorough, pit bull attorney to make sure that they look through everything, sniff it out. Um, because yeah, you end up getting screwed, man. And it's um you could end up end up really wasting a lot of money.
2: Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Um even those of us that are financial professionals like that, you have to and it's interesting because as stardom rises, like business success rise, people are gonna try to find ways to take advantage. Like the defense that we have to play, that never um goes away but speaking of which on another money topic if uh you got 20 million dollars tomorrow people love these kind of questions what w- what would you do what would be the first thing that you do if you got 20 million tomorrow
3: like i received 20 million or like i had to pay some money to the taxes like i
2: you just received net, 20. a net net 20 net 20.
3: <sighs> net 20 you know i'm definitely gonna push uh, i'm gonna put money in the market um Probably not now. It's at all time highs, but um, I'm gonna yeah. put money into the market S and P 500. You know, safe, safe bet. You know, safe bet. That's always been my theory. Like, if you put 10 million dollars into the market, this goes back to my 10 million dollar play. If you if you put 10 million dollars into the market, and let's say you earn it seven percent, let's be even more concerned. Let's say you earn six percent a year, which is very doable. know mm-hmm. um, right. And you want to live off of that? You choose to live off of that. That's six hundred thousand dollars a year. I think anybody can live off of six hundred thousand dollars a year. You might not be living like LeBron James and flying a private plane, but yeah. six hundred thousand dollars a year should be should be more than enough for you to live comfortably off of, right? And um, you know what's so crazy is that—not the that sidetrack, but remember that five hundred dollar date thing. So I was yep. at I was at dinner the other night with um, some pretty well known people in business and sports and I was telling him about um my situation as far as you know how I said the $500 date thing and, and um he was like yeah you know um I asked him I'm like what what's your your first date like how much do you spend and he he said 2000 he was like 2000 he was like you know cuz I'm going to get a bottle of wine that costs 1500 and and the meal costs 500 so I so I say that to say everybody's lifestyle is different it's, different. And it's important to understand what you're doing and, and your comfort zone and your perspective. Right. But for me, I could live off of $500,000 a year, $600,000 a year. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's not, it's not like I can just do everything, but, um, you know, if I, if I need, if I need to just bunker down, I can live off of that. So that's what I would do. I'll put like a 10 million into the market. I will buy probably two properties, um, in different places that I would like to live. Maybe like New York and Miami. Um, and then I will put the rest in, you know, just the emergency fund. That's real quick, easy way to go about it. Um, you know, real real nice and real real clean. You're not buying nobody no BBL. Um, that's a different asset. It's an asset class that's appreciating.
2: Um
3: for sure. It's 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 an appreciation on those.
2: What you uh what what's the most you ever spent on the date? You have the internet in a frenzy uh, over that 500. I'm like, if we <sighs> I don't know the most I ever
3: spent on a date. You lie! Come on I don't, now. I don't, I don't. I'm you know. I'm not even. I'm just here for a good time. I'm here You're not for, calculating man. it. I'm here for a good time, man. I'm here for. I'm here for a good
2: time, <laughs> not alone. UTA. I need the media trainer.
3: <laughs>
2: good yo. But let me ask Every you. Every time I try and get you, boy. Let me ask you this because I,
3: I, I'm gonna go back to this, but I want before I forget. Why do some black people? make every excuse possible to justify their oppression. You know, we put a post up a few days ago about um, Bob Johnson and how BT, when Roland Martin said that BT got undervalued and that yeah. they were getting a third less for their ads than um, MTV was getting for their ads and how um, Ebony was getting way less than Esquire for... Uh, ad and Ebony had more of a circulation Not than Esquire. More. so The first thing was like, people was like, this is black people, right? The first thing they're going to do is justify the situation like, well, MTV has more viewership. So, all right, well, they had similar viewership. Well, MTV has um, a demographic that's more likely to buy based on black people's spending habits. When did you guys become ad experts now? Now, you know, I first off, on one you hand... Work at on one yeah. hand, black people are the biggest consumers and we buy everything, right? The yeah. next hand, well, we have bad spending habits and we don't react the same way to linear TV ads. So now you can understand. Then you got the of people like, well, PT didn't just had the wrong people negotiating for them. They didn't have... The, it's your fault in business I if you don't negotiate. Guys, you're our, cooning at a different level, like you're cooning at a level that you can't even fully understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we understood the Django situation, right? Like that's obvious. But your level of corporate cooning is so embarrassing because you don't even know what you're talking about. You're not, you're not even at a position to even have enough information to know what you're talking about. We see it all the time you're, when you're at that position, you're not even going to have an opportunity to negotiate. That's what I'm saying. It's not, yeah. it doesn't even work. It's take it or leave it. And if yep. you leave it, then you're not, your business is not going to be able to survive. If your business is built on advertising and you just boycott advertising, then you're not going to be able to survive. Yeah. This is, we talked about this at Invest Fest. We've talked about this at Nauseam, but people still, we haven't gotten through to, to you guys yet. As a black company, you're going to get offered less money. You're going to get um lowballed. You're going, you're going to have positions that's not even open. You don't even know that there's an opportunity for you, right? So yeah. the constant justification of this from people that have no idea, that have never ran a business, that have never negotiated, that have never been in that seat it's frustrating. But it's also, like I said, it's a it's a level of corporate cooning trademark. Sabine, trademark this. It's a level of corporate cooning that is astonishing and, and embarrassing at every level. And it happens all the time. Every, yep. single, every single time we do something, some there's always somebody that's black that's here to justify it, <laughs> no matter what it is. Elon Musk says... Uh, diversity and inclusion must die. I agree with him because technically the diversity was only going like, bro. Shut up! You don't yeah. know what you're talking about, bro. You really don't. Like you're justifying your own impre- oppression, and this is a major issue that we cannot get past. Like I don't, I don't know if it's like Stockholm syndrome. I don't know what the fuck it is, but this shit is just mind blowing.
2: Is it justification of oppression or lack of information and not having access to what? really happens. Like we've dealt with it. We joke all the time about the not doing net 90, but that's after a company tried to pay us 90 days after they should have. And I've dealt with it too. Well, like, okay, well, I'm gonna pay you in second quarter. Then the check finally comes in Q4. Um, I even had one partnership. They were trying to, Hey, like, Hey, can you give me the metrics for how your posts are doing? I'm like, I brought 85% of the people to the event. We're like, what are we talking about? Um, but maybe it's not a justification of, their oppression, maybe it's a lack of information, and when people cannot change what is happening in the system, sometimes they just want fanfare on social media. I think that's more of it. What do you think? I think it's, it's, it's dumb either way. It's
3: a lack of education for sure. But yeah. I always, I'm, I'm of the opinion if you're not educated on something, then you probably shouldn't speak. You definitely shouldn't speak as an expert shouldn't like if you're not qualified. there's a lot of things in life that I'm not qualified to speak on. Right. Um, and I'll, I'll just not speak on it or I'll have a soft opinion on it. I won't have a detailed expert opinion on something that I have. I have no knowledge on at all. So yeah. it's, it's one part is ignorance. But like I said, I also think that there's a justified, I also think that it's, it's a, it's a cool mindset as well, because I just feel like there's a lot of black people who just automatically think like, it's just a weird dynamic. Like they just, un they think that they're inferior and they think that no matter how, how much, how much evidence do we have to show you that racism is real? How much evidence do Fact. we have to show you that discrimination when it comes to economics is real? They have redlining. They, they have a whole process in place to not sell black people homes to devalue. This happened to Troy. They, they, they appraised yeah. his house lower than every single person on the block. It's like, well, maybe um, you should have had a white family show your house. Like, It will always be an excuse for some people. It will always be an excuse yeah. like, bro, you don't get it that it's not a level playing field? What are, you, what are you talking about? And then it's the whole thing of, um, well, why are we still asking for white people's money? Because we live in a, a society where 90% of the capital is controlled by white money. So how can you reach a high level of success without doing business with white people? That
2: makes no sense. It's tough. And some people may say just build with the community. I can argue we've done that with Market Mondays. And I was telling the guy today, I never thought I would get this much hate giving free information away to our people making our people money. I'm going to keep it a thousand. Nobody at ARC is fucking with me. Shout out to Kathy. Shout out to the entire team. Yo, if Ark gave the returns, I gave, boy, she'd be the second coming of Jesus Christ. But sometimes in our community, after a while, the thing that's become fashionable to do Becomes vilified, so I think we just have to have got a decision to make. Like either we're going to support each other or not. But I think the line should be very clear. The corporate Kuna thing is pretty funny, though. I I won't lie; it's a lot of it that happens, especially on social media. But it's usually the people that are not active and making their lives better, the lives of others better, who have a lot of that commentary.
3: No, it's it's (laughs) um,
2: it's really. I mean, we see the discrimination in New York right now, like. Shout out to Mayor Adams, but he has all the money for immigrants and for people that lived in New York their whole lives. They can't get the help that they need. Like, how does that make sense to give people a stipend of three to four thousand dollars a month in total? But we are constantly told there's no money for reparations. It makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) What do I know? Speaking of which, do you think Mayor Adams is going to be one of the reasons that Donald Trump gets elected in the fall? No, 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 as a result I'm of what he's doing, that, I'm not going to put that on, on, on man I think Donald Trump,
3: it, 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 no, 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 man. It doesn't help.
2: Well, he democratic the- mayors are looking terrible right now, yo. Okay. If I fly to Columbia and I have a meeting with the president of Columbia, then I come back here, have a press conference and explain why I'm giving the money away and people in the Bronx and river park and midtown and Yonkers can't get money. Does that make me look good or bad?
3: Well, he's blaming, he's blaming a lot of it on the governor. So, um, the governor has ultimate, the governor is the, is the, is the most powerful person in the state, right? That's the executive of the state. So the mayor has power, but the mayor has limited power. What the governor says, what the governor says really goes. So, um, he's kind of passing the buck on this and saying that it's kind of out of his hand. It's up to the governor. So I'll take him at his word for this. And, um, we will have to hear from the governor to fully explain the situation. Okay. So that's the thing too, right? Are, are these black? Cause all, cause you know, they said like seven of the top 10 cities, um, population wise have black mayors. Like Chicago has a black mayor. New York has a black mayor. I think Philly has a black mayor. Houston has a black mayor. LA has a black mayor. Are they, are they getting set up by white, governor atlanta has a white mayor are they are they getting signed up by white governors because all of these governors are white right so is is the idea to get the black mayor in handcuff them and make a fool of them
2: i think so my grandmother told me uh she was in politics for 20 something years like anytime the leadership is black in a predominantly in a major city um the crisis is already, already too bad like have there been some mayors that have done an amazing job that are black Yes, but I do think some of them are being set up for failure Um, and the political unrest is so bad right now. When things are not going to go well, that spotlight is going to be shining them a little bit brighter. Um, But I think it in the case of New York, I don't know how he wins again Um, for the first time in a long time. Even the Democratic Party is fed up with those that are mayor and the president at the same time. Like, even when Roland came on Market Mondays and he gave us talking points for why Biden was a better choice. In the comments, people are like, I'm tired of the Democratic Party. I've been a Democrat my whole life. I am not pleased. They're not doing enough for us. So I think that the Democratic Party needs to figure out for the next 10, 15 years, what are they going to do better to help the people that have historically helped them get into office?
3: Let me let's let's switch gears, shall we? Yeah, um, Sexy red. Ski, just had a baby. Congratulations. And she was uh back at it hours later. Um, Talking <laughs> no, in the hospital. My okay. god, legendary. You've never seen that before, never seen nobody do that before. Um, so Candace Owens,
2: your your good friend,
3: Candace Owens.
2: My good friend,
3: <laughs> I'm cool with <laughs> Alex
2: Jones and <laughs> Candace <laughs> ain't no more. No, 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 no. Hey, Candace, but no, we ain't Friends, stop. <laughs> My God.
3: Uh, so she, um, she, she had an interesting take on, um, Sexy Red and, uh, Larry Jackson. So if anybody doesn't know, Larry Jackson is a well, uh, highly respected music man, executive, one of the best, who, um, started a new venture, I believe it's what Apple, I believe. Um said he raised like a billion dollars um and he's putting out music, putting out artist and uh sexy Red is, is under his uh, umbrella. And um she had an interesting take on it. So um we'll we'll play the video and uh we'll reconvene. Mike, cue up the video. I'm looking for the because I go, pound town. Just left pound town. Whose culture
1: is that Please spare me this, it's black culture. But I was interested, you know, because obviously yesterday we showed you that Ice Cube was talking to Bill Maher and he was saying that this was very intentional, that there were people that were intentionally feeding this sort of music to the black community because it also feeds the prison system. And so I looked into who platformed this young woman, actually, in 2023, and the reason why she's starting to gain so much popularity, A media company called Gamma began distributing her music. And Gamma has a lot of power. I'll tell you why Gamma has a lot of power. Because the two individuals that started Gamma, one of them came out of Apple. His name is Larry Jackson. And the second one of them came from Interscope Records. He has a ton of clout in the record community, the music community industry, so to speak. And his name is Ike Youssef. Larry Jackson, who I mentioned before, is black. And he is the person that I am more interested in. Here is a headline regarding Larry Jackson. He's celebrated, obviously. He's a black entrepreneur. And the billboard headline reads, With Gamma, Larry Jackson is putting $1 billion to work for black culture. Here's another headline. This one is in Afro Tech News. It reads, Larry Jackson is on a mission to put $1 billion to work in favor of black culture with his startup Gamma. In favor of black culture. He's the face, by the way. More about him. He's the one who recently married Stephanie Shepard, Kim Kardashian's former assistant. So he's very much in the mix. He's very good friends with Oprah Oprah Winfrey. And the black community loves him, by the way. So many photos of him with artists, black artists. This guy who is making an executive decision to distribute this music to the black community is a hero. And so I got even more interested in him. I just wanted to hear him talk. Man, I mean, maybe this is the kind of music that he grew up with and he loves it. Not the vibe I got. Here is him speaking to Ariana Huffington in an interview. Take a listen.
0: Have you ever had any mentors uh, who helped you along this life journey, the things that we're discussing here?
3: Yeah, my mom and dad, first and foremost, they were the first, for sure. And still, my mom and dad immediately come to mind. You because know, they helped
0: to put things in perspective.
3: In the African-American household, to have two parents who have been married for 45 years is a very unusual yes. thing. And something that I really, you know, find to be unique and special and the spine and the backbone of my life. So their wisdom, and also like the... Freedom and the latitude that they gave me at such an early age, I don't even know why they even did really at all, but they did
2: just to be me was the initial mentorship that I needed to really kind of get to the first few points that were pretty vital and important.
1: So what did we learn in that clip? Well, we learned that Larry Jackson came from a two-parent home a, a stable household. Parents married for 45 years. I did some more digging. He went to Catholic school. He ran cross country. He worked hard from the time that he was young. He was winning awards because he had a, an interest as he was working um, in radio, got his foot through the door, did everything right in life so that when he got to the top, he could feed the community filth, absolute filth. And so I, I reserve a special kind of hatred for these sorts of individuals uh, because they are somehow celebrated by the black community. Me? No, 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 no. Candace Owens is a coon. She's a traitor to her own race because she talks about ethics and standards and morals and the disintegration of race. But this guy, Larry Jackson, who is on his path to becoming a billionaire and who is intentionally picking up music like Sexy Red, music that, let me be very clear to you guys, he does not listen to, okay? He obviously, when he gets up in the morning in his mansion, is not putting filth in his ear, because why would he? Larry Jackson is aspirational. He wants his children with Stephanie Shepard, if they have in the future, to be aspirational as well. He will not allow a minute of Sexy Red's music to be played in front of his children, but he's playing a game, right? Obviously, he knows how to get rich, and either he is a useful idiot who doesn't recognize what he's doing, I don't think that's the truth, or he's evil. I don't know. You guys pick.
3: All right, so um, that was interesting. Candace's opinion, if nothing else. That was interesting. That was interesting, right? So, wow. What's your thought? I'll let you go first on this. What's, what's your thoughts on this situation?
2: I think uh, the music industry is doing what it, it always has done, and that's using our culture to push a negative image out to our community for their profit. Um, sexy is just you know, I mean, we had Trina back in the day, little Kim, Foxy. I know there's not much balance, but I can argue back then in the nineties, and what was the, the girl group that Eazy-E had after NWA? Like bitches with attitude, like this has been happening. This has been happening forever. Like, I know we want to act all holy and like it didn't happen in our generation, and these kids need to change, but um, if you go look at the freaking documentary, it was some wild shit going on back then too. I think that the music industry realizes that we won't take a stand and will not boycott certain things so we get a change and they keep giving us different variations of the same garbage over and over again. Um, I don't know if she'll have the same impact that she will maybe in two or three years and it'll be somebody else that pops up, but do I think it's good for our culture? No, but if we're going to point blame at her for her behavior, why are we not pointing that same blame at Universal, Sony, Interscope, etc shout out to all my music connects i don't want to cause any trouble for y'all but it ha- we have to address the hierarchy up top and not the artists themselves and let's be real nobody's buying um what w- rhapsody like we should nobody's supporting like killer mike just won a grammy killer mike's been dope since 2001 he's now at 40 something finally getting recognition like if we support the artists that are cleaner promote a positive message. There won't be room for a Pop Smoke, a Sexy Red, a Ice Spice, Lotto. Oh, pop, but the pop, truth is, like... Pop
3: Smoke? I, I want to put Pop Smoke in that.
2: Okay. He, he's, he's, rest in peace. Amazing. Drill artist, though. I'll put him, Von, Dirk. They're all in the same bucket. No, no, no. no, no. Pop, pop Smoke was very talented. He made a lot of... I'm not saying sports, he's not talented. Not. I'm talking about the imagery and that's being promoted in the, in the community. Well, so
3: her her thing was about Larry Jackson, right? And she's kind of blaming him as somebody that's obviously highly intelligent, comes from a good family. Um, you would assume that he, you know, it's crazy because you know we we know a music guy, right? We 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 know a lot of music guys, but one of our music yeah. friends he says something that was very inter- in, interesting to us. And he said this years ago. We had lunch. Me and Troy had lunch with him, and he's a music executive, like highly respected music executive. So he was saying that a black black guy. He was saying that um, he doesn't let his kids listen to rap. I don't blame him. And he said the reason is that he said that um, white kids, when they listen to rap, they know it's entertainment. Like, they know it's like watching an NBA game. A video game. Yeah. You you watch it, you consume it, you laugh, you know, you have some fun, and then you go about your day. He said black kids watch it and they think that that's an occupation career path, right? So he was saying that he he didn't want his kids to to even consume it because the way that black people consume the music is totally different than the way white people consume it. And I said something on Instagram a while back that um you know caused some controversy. And I pretty much said that um the state of female rap is um embarrassing. It's unoriginal. Everybody sounds the same. It's over sexualized, and um, it's terrible imagery uh, for our daughters. You got yep. vilified for that? Yeah, because a lot of people were saying, well, what about male rap? Well, we've been talking about male rap forever. So forever, yeah. I've always said that that 90% of male rap is ignorant and, and harmful. I've said that on, but the conversation wasn't about male rap. It was about female rap. Yeah. Um, because female rap is extremely, it's extremely harmful and detrimental. And look, I'm one of these people that, um, I'm a very liberal person when it comes to your own personal choices. You could be gay, you could be bisexual, you I don't I don't care. I don't, I don't care about any about that. If you're a good yeah. person, you're a good person, right? I'm a very liberal person when it comes to um social issues. But I will say this: I was talking to Kenny Burns. This is a second sexual revolution that we actually have. The first sexual revolution happened in like the 60s when women start burning their bras and stuff like that, the whole hippie movement. This is a second sexual revolution where every single girl is bisexual. What Drake said, like "girls like girls," where I'm from. If you're not, then now you're it's the a rarity, now, right? So, look, there's nothing wrong with that. But when every single person is is doing that, now you start to say, okay, is this a is this a lifestyle that you really have chosen for yourself, or is it just so much peer pressure and just so much imagery that you're just doing something that you just think. Is a cool thing to do, right? It's the same thing with drugs, right? Is everybody just popping Molly and, and prescription medication? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of a lot of the imagery that women put out is harmful, it's detrimental. And look, this is blackout, so we gotta be honest about it. It's not original, it all sounds the same, right? What's yeah. the difference between Ice Spice and, and Lotto? Lotto's she's more talented.
2: Lotto's a better, yeah, more talented. She's more talented as far as
3: her, her lyrics, but you know, like in the '90s, at least we had variety, right? We had Little Kim, and we had Foxy Brown, but we also had lauren Hill. We also had Missy Elliott. Like, there was some level of a balance, right? There's no balance yeah. at all, and there's not even any. It's just the highest level of trashiness possible. Ice Spice, I actually like Ice Spice. I think that she's talented, and she's a young young lady. So I don't want to like you know go crazy on her, but she's literally walking with her ass out, bro. Like. You want your daughter... Little Tim did. Trina did too. But I'm just saying, if that's something that yeah. you want your daughter to emulate, you want your... She doesn't have a skirt on. She literally has her ass out. Like, I've never seen that before in public. Like, and how do you think men are going to react to you? Right? Just let's just let's just think about this logically. You think that men are going to treat you with the highest level of respect? You
2: think and that is... Are these simp-ass... Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? No. What? what oh, oh. ladies here go to play two simps two semiconductors amd nvidia get you two little simps run a bag up 2024 20,
3: that's the retirement plan
2: the the retirement plan two simps, two simps. And, and if you get two in every city
3: well the thing that the thing that dudes is doing now is um they're leading with money and that's it's, it's a thing called um comps right so it's like in real estate one house can set the comp for the whole block. So if every house costs five hundred thousand, but then one bozo comes and pays one million dollars for a house that costs five hundred thousand, now yeah. the comps, everything is getting risen. So now you can justify selling every house on that block for one million dollars, right? So yeah. So what's happening now is that you know when and I've heard I've heard horror stories of girls that have told me like guys hit them up in a DM and the first thing is like, what's your cash at? Before you say your name, before I introduce myself, before you say hello, before you say anything, hey, what's your cash app? Send them cash at. I just sent you a thousand dollars. Have a good night. Let's 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 talk later that's on.
2: That's because a lot of them publicly traded too on the black market.
3: <sighs> but what it says a lot about the time. It says a lot about
2: that's the other IPO. Now if we're gonna talk we're we gonna talk, it's a lot of them that's day trading that night. They trading it at night, you know what I mean? They traded hey, at night zero expiration daily options on, on, on it on the gato. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's why they doing that. This is land to slim culture. All that passport, bro-ish, but like y'all, y'all going over Columbia and getting killed now. Yo, <laughs> be careful. But a lot of them selling. Uh Wallo even said it. Well, last year, it's a lot of women who be acting like the entrepreneurs, and it's like. <laughs> yeah. Your candle lines making you that like you got the Bahrain and, and Abu Dhabi and two G wagons off of nine dollar candles. Come on, yo. <laughs> what do I know?
3: Yo, it says a lot about the times that we in Man, it's dangerous out here, bro. It's dangerous, man. It's a lot of money in the simp economy um, that's being spent.
2: And ladies, if you can go get it, you think that two tech, two index playing fire. If you can finesse somebody out of five, 10 grand a month, go ahead. That's a No, lot no, no Don't encourage do. that.
3: Don't encourage that. Don't encourage that.
2: If these motherfuckers are dumb enough to talk <laughs> crazy to me about AMD and I'll call China and Evergrande falling 80 weeks ago. Blah, 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 square. You a square. <laughs> you a square. I'll go to Mexico because I got a place there. I got bitches in real life. I don't need to be no passport, bro. That's y'all a lot of y'all eating with money because pound town, yay. Hey, <laughs> step your dick game up. Step your money game up, your confidence game, your dick game. Shut up no. talking to me, yo. Uh, what are you talking about? Blackout. You gotta give them all that if you fucking do it. <laughs> Blackout hour. Ladies, yes or no?
3: Yes what? or no?
2: Man, uh, I ain't telling you what I, no, I'm telling you what I live, yo. Uh, Come on. <laughs> Come on. Oh, for all my married folks, the bigger the ring, is the marriage better or no? It's the same thing. And I've tried both. Like, I've had amazing dates and vacations. Some of my best relationships I didn't take out for two years.
3: Damn. You ain't take out for two years?
2: I'm not telling you what I know I'm telling you. <laughs> <what I know. laughs> Damn. Damn. That was my baby too. He needs to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to the SDK that she got, man. You took out them other bitches out who was not me How could you? At least I helped you build Come back then, go ahead, we go out twice <laughs> It's
3: <laughs> Come not on. that serious Open door policy
2: Big facts I'll Let you spend a block one time, B. Vanna White Go ahead
3: Let's talk about uh, <laughs> A big financial story In the community Michael Jackson's estate Sold 50% of his Publishing and his master's uh, to Sony for wow. $1.2 billion. Um, now, that is the highest valuation of a catalog ever. They said it actually could get up to $1.5 So I believe that Sting is requesting um, $1.2 for their for their... No, Queen. Queen is is, is um, seeking $1.2 for their valuation. So um, Michael Jackson has currently set the record. Yeah. for the highest valuation of music cool catalog ever uh 600 million for 50% of his catalog yeah now of course you know what most of the comments said can you guess what most of the comments
2: said it's not worth 1.2 how could he ask for that much oh no Am I right No, no no
3: no 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 most of the comments oh, off. okay most of the cops were saying this is robbery. They got it dirt cheap. It's worth way more than that. How can we build generational wealth if we keep selling everything? He wouldn't have wanted this. That that's the train of.
2: Wow. Let me let me let me turn. I got to turn the calculator to the side. You know how like that sounds good. Like kudos to the family. Uh, kudos to Cordia, who's friends with Catherine Jackson. That's generational wealth. Like blanket, they'll be okay. Um uh Tito and everybody else will be okay. Marlon will be okay off of 1.2. Like what at some point we have to learn to sell at the right time. Uh, and how many of y'all actively like playing Michael Jackson off the wall off Spotify or Apple music right now? Like a win is a win. Win is a win. Um and I know people want us to keep things inside of our ecosystem, but That man went through hell battling all those labels and Barry Gordy and Motown and Diana Ross and then Sony and Tommy Tommy Mottola. Man, let that man's family rest um, off of his legacy. Great dancer, great entertainer, great inventor. The letter came out recently of like him making this character to be larger than life and I want to sell 200 million records. Like, we don't give him credit for being one of our greatest entrepreneurs. Eminem got to talking shit, bought his whole catalog. Come on, man. Mike's the greatest. I know we want to do the Taylor versus Michael. Let's quit doing that too. Nobody is michael
3: and and the thing about it too is you' still own fifty percent, right so it's like yep. I, like what I said like you know it's one of these things where all right this is this is blackout, so we just gotta be honest master p has a has a quote that has lingered in black people's minds forever where he was saying that when he first started no limit, um they offered him a million dollars. I think Jimmy Iovine offered him a million dollars, and he was saying, "Well, if he offered me a million dollars, how much was I really worth?" And they took that and they just ran with that. Ran with it. Um, and they're like, "Well, if they gave him six hundred million. How much was it really worth?" Here's the thing, guys: every asset at some point in time will be sold. Right? You buy an asset to sell it. Now you might yeah. you might sell it tomorrow if you're day trading, or you might sell it in a hundred years. Right? But Every asset at some point in time will be sold. That's the whole point. Now, it's a buyer and a seller, right? In order for this thing to work, the person that is selling, the seller, has to have some need or some want for immediate cash. The buyer has to have enough money to satisfy the request of the seller. But the buyer also... Has to have some level of anticipation that in the future, that asset will be worth more than what he brought it for. That's the whole point. Of course, it's more, it's worth more than what he's offering you. Why would it not be? Right. If you're going to sell it to me like for 500, then I'll take it all day. Right. But in the event that the house goes to $2 million, you can't be mad that. You made a profit. If you bought the house for a hundred thousand dollars, you sold it. You sold it for a million. Now you made nine hundred thousand. Now let's say in five years, I'm able to renovate that house and sell it for two million dollars. Well, I just made a million dollar profit. You can't be mad and say, "Well, damn, I sold my house for a million, but it was really worth two million dollars." Yeah, that's the that's the rationale of business as well, right? You're only going to buy something if you think in the future that's going to appreciate. It's, it's common sense. So I think a lot of times we just have to um, we have to kind of like get out of our own way of thinking because we, we're not fully educated on what, on what we're speaking about. The richest people in the world have sold their companies. They have liquidation events. Elon Musk is the richest person in the world. He sold PayPal. People don't even know that he owned PayPal. He started, Elon Musk started PayPal. He sold PayPal for 200 million. How much is PayPal worth now? A lot more
2: than $200 million, right? Yeah. But he used. And got screwed on that 56 billion. He was owned by that judge too. Yeah. He had another big payday coming from Tesla after he hit all those benchmarks.
3: So he took the 200 million and then used it to fund two other companies that you might've heard of SpaceX and Tesla. And now he's the richest person in the world. This at the highest level of business, it's called liquidation events. Now, not to say that every single time that you sell a company, you're going to make a, a brilliant decision. You can get screwed if you're uneducated or if, you, if that's that's what life is. Right. But we got to get out of this thing of like, man, we could never sell. We could. Can... What are you doing it for if you can't make money from it?
2: Yeah. So and even with generational wealth, let's be honest. It worked incredibly well for the Rockefeller family because they had a a monopoly pretty much him and J.P. Morgan on the United States of America that lasted seven generations. Vanderbilt, their generational wealth lasted three. Kudos to Anderson Cooper. Like, it's really tough to keep money inside of a family for that long. I did a quick calculation. If you uh, got got an annuity for $200,000 a year off of the 1.2 valuation, that's 6,000 years worth of payments. Like, for him to create a catalog, to be able to take care of his family for the rest of their lives and the grandchildren live and blankets, kids and all that, that is generational wealth. If it really put, is.
3: If you put 200 million into the market, 7% a year in 20, 30, 30 years, 25 years, it will be worth 1.2 billion dollars. What are yep. we talking about? And you still own 50% of the catalog. catalog. Who knows how much music is going to appreciate over the course of time. Maybe it skyrockets, maybe it doesn't. I don't know.
2: Maybe the AI- BlackRock is being a market maker for everything and buying up every catalog on earth. It's going to be worth something. Absolutely. But I'm just saying it's still
3: speculation, right? Like it's a, a burden. One, one thing I learned early is that a burden a hand is worth two in the bush.
2: That's a fact,
3: right? A burden That's of hand a is worth two in the bush. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but we know what today has. So, yeah. you know, it's easy to be, you know, a sideline quarterback, but, um, it's not it, It's not always the best way to go about it as far as the comments that I'm seeing. And I'm reading a lot of these comments and I'm just like, how can you say what happened to generational wealth when you made $600 million?
2: Maybe because they haven't had an exit event. I, it would be really interesting to see if, if people own part of that catalog, what they want it to be liquidated or not sold.
3: That's what My thing is like, everybody's, it's easy to say, until you actually put in that situation is, e- until you're putting his mom and dad are they are still alive right? Yep, they got to be like eighty nine years old right? Yeah, they're in the they yeah. the They're at the they end of their life. Even his siblings are in their sixties. He has he has children that's gonna need money in the future. Like how you gonna tell these people turn down six hundred million dollars? Why'd you sell it? Because they, like we asked Irv Gotti, like, yo, why'd you sell your catalog for a hundred million? Because they offered me a
2: hundred million. Some, some numbers you can't turn down. <laughs>
3: that's because that's why I sold it. down. Right? Like, I would down, be yeah. extremely interested to know, um, when a regular person is put in that situation and offered $600 million and, and they would say no.
2: Yeah. When people are sacrificing their lives for a lot less, whether in the streets or in corporate, like, Almost everyone has a price. So what what number would you sell your company for? Uh, UTA, y'all amazing. You said what? UTA, y'all amazing. Uh, three second pause. I'm 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 getting here
3: You gotta come with a number. You gotta come
2: with yeah. a number.
3: One thing I learned is never speak until a number is presented.
2: That's a great lesson, y'all. Yo. Because you could be lowballing yourself. You could be undervaluing yourself. By accident. Yeah. Once I'm going to be- the reverse Uno card. How much money would it take for you to endorse Trump to the black community and sell us out? <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you this time. Yeah. Got him. Mm-hmm. Got him. No, no, no. I, I can't. I can't do that.
3: Can't You're not going to wear MAGA hat? No, no, no. I wear the locks hat, but I can't, I can't wear a MAGA hat. I just, you know, some things I can never do. Um, shout out to yay. Make black America great again. (laughs) Some (laughs) things I can never do, man. I can never, um, and like I said, I don't, I don't really have like a personal problem with any, anybody, but you know, I I can't, that would be so far against my core principle that, um, it, it would, it would lower my, um, my standard in the world so low that uh, I would just have to just move to Thailand and just get on some Russell Simmons shit. and Russell just, Simmons vibe. Yeah. 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 Like America's over at that point in time. Yeah. Speaking of that, Vladimir Putin, <sighs> Vladimir, Tucker Carlson. He got the, the real Vlad, the real Vlad, the only Vlad we know. Um, Vladimir Putin, man, you know, he was very measured in his comments. Absolutely. Very measured in his comments. Very respectful. Um, he didn't say anything that was too outland from what I saw. I didn't see the whole thing, but yeah. from what I saw, he didn't say anything that was too outlandish, you know? Um, is this a public PR makeover that he's trying to do?
2: Um, I don't think so. When you have that much power um, and you pretty much have a monarchy, I don't think you need to be, diplomatic now for all those of you gonna comment i'm a vladimir fan and a shield for those man shut up i'm just gonna be honest like people are absolute shill. power KGP. yeah it's like if you have absolute power and you also are a warrior the ones that i know that are truly the most violent are the most calm people that you'll meet until it's time for things to go crazy um but i think you told a lot of truth about the u.s destroying the dollar I've been talking about BRICS for two and a half years. No one's really talking about how the Chinese yuan is being used to buy oil now. The cu- the world is tired of our shit trying to be a bully, and we're not as strong as we used to be. So I do think the commentary was definitely measured. And kudos to Tucker Carlson for doing an interview, getting an interview. Because um, if we're talking journalism, we don't have a Dan Rather-esque hard hitting investigating journalism like we used to most of those entities have been purchased or been suppressed so much that we don't get the truth anymore. Um, So I don't think there's a need for him to be diplomatic when we've been the bully of the world for so long. What do you think?
3: Um, I think, I think what you said had a lot of, you know, solid points to it. I think that he might be trying to, you know, be the bigger man here in the situation because he knows that Joe Biden is going to lose and Trump is going to come in office and he wants to have a strong relationship with Trump. So he's already positioned this, even who he does the interview with, right? He does the interview with Tucker Carson. So yep. he, that's Fox, that's right wing. So I think he's already positioning himself to win him and Trump yeah. have relationship. It's like, bro, I've been doing this for months. I never, I never shit it on your president. I said, you know, Joe Biden, you know, Good dude, da 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 da. Like, you know, so now they're already working. This is my conspiracy theory, I can right? See that. They're already working their angle out months huh. in advance. So now it doesn't look crazy when Putin is with Trump. Yeah. So, you know, that's my conspiracy theory. Um, let me give one conspiracy theory episode. So, uh... okay. That's my Russian KGB. Because, like I said, it's just a weird situation. All of a sudden, out the blue, he wants to fly Tucker Carlson into Moscow and do it. An Maybe interview. he's
2: been working on it for months. And that's my only pushback for the left who had an issue with it. Who from the left offered to interview him?
3: Or did he reach out to him? I think he reached out to him. I don't think you could reach out to Vladimir Putin. You don't think so? <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think they reached out to Rupert Murdoch and was like, look, we need, we want to make this happen. I think that I think that that's how that happens.
2: Did, did you see the part where he uh, told Tucker that he knew that he wanted to be in the CIA back in the day?
3: I heard about that, but I didn't see it. Tell me exactly, like what? What he he? he Tucker uh, he, he got rejected from the CIA, right?
2: Yeah, and and I don't think many people knew that, so it was pretty interesting what he was alluding to. But basically, um, he was calling him out for it. at one point Tucker wanted to be involved with the CIA got rejected so i thought it was interesting for him to even show hey i know some things about you that you may not be aware of and kind of make it aware to um the public i know he's getting a lot of pushback for it and to your point maybe he got invited to do so but i didn't see anyone from the left um pushing to want to interview him as soon as i saw it i'm like damn we should have did it and talked about brits Now <laughs> i wouldn't have gone to russia sorry I- i'd be too afraid but and regardless of who the messenger is for those of you who are into investing and follow for market mondays you have to find out what the truth is regardless of who delivers it to you there's a lot of truth that he t- told about the destruction of the dollar and some of the geopolitical games that we've talked about um on the show i won't go into ukraine in that situation but there's more at stake than just war if you will um so i'm not gonna say great job to tucker because i'm sure he was afraid but I think we need to get truth from all sides to understand what's going on. And I think America has the biggest propaganda. Like when we go to other countries, the way that they report the news is dramatically different than how we report. It's like SportsCenter almost. Everything is overhyped. Everything has an angle. There's not much journalism involved anymore. And I think that's part of the reason why people don't have the information or the truth. And they get caught in this web of lies around what's really going on. <sighs> Damn it! I, know, I can hear all of our parents. Lead us alone. <laughs> I got you. I feel I, it, grand opening, grand closing, grand closing. <laughs> I will not go to Russia, but uh,
3: don't go to Russia. of yep. the story. Yeah, man, this was fun, man. This was.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I had a good time, man. I had a this, good time. This is this is gonna be a. This is gonna be. A so fun. you said you will buy BBL. Two point five. You'll endorse Trump. What else? Well, let's give him some propaganda. Uh, Two point five trillion. Two point five trillion
3: yeah <laughs> nah, nah. yeah Yeah. no nah, no nah. no we touched on a lot of good topics man i feel like this is all um, it's needed it's needed therapy session to kind of um get the 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 real out there you know sometimes yeah. sometimes you got to take the sensory off and you just got to be honest with the people
2: at all times man that's always been my formula i put in the comments what you want us to talk about next week if you have any questions i appreciate uh you guys so much for being here this week, fellas, I was not on my Derrick Jackson thing, but if you lead with money, you lead you leading with the wrong part.
3: On Valentine's Day. That's the message for Valentine's Day.
2: Big facts. Big facts. With love. Um, and then for those of y'all who find out y'all got cheated on today, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: charge it to the game.
2: You got to charge it to the game or investigate better. Damn. A good lesson is to ask somebody, like, who, if they can pick one person to be with in the world, who would it be? And just be quiet. If it ain't you, you got to circle around until you find a person that wants you. Damn.
3: Damn it, man. So if they say, if they say, uh, Idris Elba, <laughs> pack your bags. It's over.
2: <laughs> like I <laughs> it's made a go. It's just over. Pack your shit. It's <laughs> over. Now that that was my situation, but yeah, you got to leave. Like, if you're not number one, you, you're going to get treated inferior. Fellas, sometimes y'all don't know. Y'all was the eighth pick. Damn. Or who they really wanted. Damn it. It's tough. Damn it, man. Yeah, man. Well, but peace and love.
3: (laughs) Peace and love. I appreciate everybody. I appreciate you, brother.
2: Appreciate Um, you as well. What you doing for Valentine's Day?
3: Filming blackout. UTA, yes.
2: (laughs) Whatever masterclass he went through, (laughs) like before Revolt, you know what I mean? Put me in that class. I can't trip him up about nothing. Uh, You won't reveal what's the most you paid on a date. I would have been dumb and answered it.
3: (laughs) What's the most you you paid for a date?
2: Uh, I (laughs) don't remember. I'm
3: learning.
2: Yeah. My my first little, little dates with Old Girl, though. The, the the london to mexico play vibe though never again but it was a vibe memories 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 yeah the london to mexico play shout out to all those that I've loved and those that have loved me you are so amazing without you I wouldn't be the man that I am today for sure we all I'm you. learning to clean up on a relationship tip though
3: we're all a sum of our past experiences
2: absolutely and if I was better then when I had you maybe we could have blossomed into much more but I'm working on myself now <laughs> <laughs>
3: Talk about it. Talk about hey, it. Hey. Talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: What do I know?
3: Oh man. What do I know? Oh man. You
2: get married soon or what? Are we gonna talk or we gonna talk?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, man. I'm living one day at a time, I'm living off experience, man. Shout out to She Glue Styles, Pete, and Jadakiss, <laughs> man. I'm living off experience.
2: You can put the pressure back on me. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead.
3: Are you are you Be getting like, married?
2: Um, I would like to one day,
3: for sure.
2: Prenup mandatory, but yeah, I would like to,
3: for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. uh, It's the it's the the American way.
2: The prenup or the marriage part? (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear about that story? What I guy got married, then he flew to DR, divorced his wife. She left him fifteen years later and filed. But couldn't get anything because DR is the only place where you can have a singer filer for divorce.
3: Mm. So he was never legally married in America.
2: Uh-uh. Mm. I said, damn, that's different. That That is different.
3: The DR play.
2: Yeah. I'm sure they're going to change the rules after this coming <laughs> up. But... The DR play. Yeah. Ladies, two simps, two semiconductors. If you can get two per city, I wouldn't even be mad at that either. <laughs>
3: Two sips, two semis.
2: We gotta have a battle. Fly yourself out versus the two sems, uh, two semiconductor play. Let's see who wins. May, may the best man or best woman win. <laughs>
3: two sips, two semis. Yeah. Be safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. Man, it's a it's a dangerous game that's being played, and it's extremely cold outside, even when it's hot. Yep. Yes.
2: Is it really though?
3: Cold game. Cold game. You know that. It's a cold game, man. It's
2: a cold yeah. game. You got to accept the rules for what, what it's are, you know? Global Not everybody is here for love.
3: Global warming has only led to more frigid conditions.
2: Yeah. Next ice. Stay head. hot. Like my boys, Dom, say stay with some ocean. It, it, it'll work itself out. It'll work itself out. Gotta have some ocean, man. That's the number yeah. one. Yeah. Get a battery, replace it with another one. A better one.
3: Very few people can do that.
2: You got to have confidence, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) The upgrade. What do I know?
3: These are just jokes written by 85 South.
2: No, I mean this. They joke (laughs) for him. It's real for me. Listen, get you a Tesla, then upgrade to a Lambo, Lambo to Ferrari. Cool. You know. Chata and anyone up there. I love you. I appreciate you so much from the bottom of my heart. And it was me. Everything that didn't work out, it was on me. All <laughs> me. I should have loved you how you wanted to be loved, right? How you
3: deserve to be loved.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's been real. Yes, it has.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, blackout. Make sure you stream it. Make sure you watch. We are coming to you weekly. Next episode. We taking topics. Put them in the comments. Hit us up in DM, Twitter. Let us know what you want to talk about. We're gonna start bringing some guests on too. And
2: Absolutely.
3: Spice this thing up. This is gonna be fun.
2: You need to get Ice Spice on here. For sure. Yeah. Your date, Ice Spice, and no? all.
3: Would I date Ice Spice? Yeah. I think Ice Spice is twenty one
2: years old. Is she really? She's young. Yeah. She. That's really crazy. Young. Some of y'all need to quit acting on like R Kelly too. I'll be seeing y'all forty two year no. olds with with nineteen year olds. That is not the vibe. Damn. But if she was born after the G Unit album came out. Damn. Mm-mm. Damn. Y'all thought y'all hated me over that little investment advice. So I already know what these comments is gonna be like. Yeah. Yeah. Reaction video. Oh my god. Y'all are, <laughs> yeah, listen. If y'all want to make more money than making reviews about me, go just ask me for the cash up. I'll give it to you. I'll be cash up, Charlie. Captain. <laughs> yeah. Y'all be doing all that work to make $183. Damn. My boy. Come on now.
3: Damn. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been real. Market yes. Mondays on Monday. And we are back yes. here on Wednesday. Take this literally. Be safe out there.
2: Trust no one. Starless next week. We'll be there. Of course. We're going up. No, I see you. <laughs> We're going up. Going up. Oh, my God. I can't believe you guys took your platform and used it for this. Not- yeah, this is y'all like. <laughs> this is y'all like. I yeah. tried to. Yo, here come the, the, the moon crisis. Yo, here come the <laughs> water play. Uh, Ark, I told you they was going to destroy. It's a white woman. They're going to destroy her. But what do you think they feel about us? Okay, great. I'm going to give y'all what y'all want then. Go ahead. Two text, two index on stress. Lady, two cents. Two semiconductors. Run it up. I want. I, I, I. Hey, you think the Market Mondays numbers crazy? They gonna get the report. And, hey, I'm making fifty grand off the two cent play. <laughs> Detroit, Atlanta, John, John to Atlanta, to Cleveland, to New York.
3: John and Jimmy, Nvidia and AMD.
2: Big facts. And if y'all come to Invest Fest and Market Mondays, you'll be able to find maybe one or two in the crowd. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, <laughs> damn. The arbitrage <laughs> play. No, <laughs> what do you days. know? Yeah, um, they just try Holland. Show me that account, my boy. You've been listening to Ian. I love Ian so much. He invests so well. You invest like him? y'all? Yeah, I, I'm just like him. Go ahead. Show that account. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yeah.
3: Don't do it to yourself.
2: Please don't do it. Please. Fellas, don't. I'm just joking. I'm going to have some strategies for y'all next week.
3: Yeah, next week is the... Is the to get overplay overplay. (laughs) what do i know the three wives play is coming next week
2: don't worry that's what my mom would call me like that's a lot of headache i'm like (laughs)
3: Uh, stay tuned ladies and gentlemen oh man all right guys love y'all love